With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for a Friday Let's Ride podcast. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when Let's Ride always airs anywhere where you get your podcasts. So whether it's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, does not matter. And if you've never found us, let's say you just stumbled on this podcast, all you have to do is go to anywhere where you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain and subscribe, follow, do ever, do whatever you have to do. Now, I, I do have to say with that, I said that they, they run every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. Typically, it's at 5 a.m., but there are some platforms that lag. I'm not sure why. Sometimes iTunes, it doesn't show right away, but it will. Trust me, it'll be there. But for all my ride-or-die crew out there, the people that don't miss a show, they love listening to me every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Not only do I thank you for always listening and being there, but also I want to say I hope you have a great weekend. I hope that you have some awesome plans together because I don't know about you all, but here in the Mid-Atlantic, my goodness, it seems like every weekend or week, 
there's some type of winter event. We just had about four or five inches of snow dumped on us. They're calling for ice this weekend. It's getting nasty out there. But nonetheless, hope you have a great weekend set up. As we always typically do here in the off season, we talk about the news. What is going on in the news? Now, for me, the number one news item here as we wrap up this week is news that has not happened at the time that this podcast is being recorded. So this is news on no news. How is that even possible? I'm talking about the news that never happened. Well, what I'm referring to is is what most people that pay attention in the offseason know, that this week was supposed to be the week that Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers were supposed to sit down, talk it out, see what could happen, maybe get a contract done, maybe they don't, who knows, And I'm not saying they have not met, but if they did meet, it's rare that you would have the quarterback meeting with the owners and the ownership and the coach and the general manager and not have it become public in some way, shape, or form. The Steelers have done it before. They can be a very sneaky organization. But ultimately, I think about that's – I thought I was going to have a chance to talk about that this week. To be completely honest with you, I thought that this week I was going to be able to say, all right, Big Ben has signed a new contract or he got an extension or he's going to play this season with a $41 million cap hit and nothing. At the moment of this being recorded, nothing. And so that's a little bummer, a little bummer there. Um, On the other side, we're going to talk about coaches here in a second in this first part of the podcast. There's still one vacancy left. For those that are keeping track, the offensive side of the ball, unless they create new jobs, is basically done. Uh, They did bring in, they created a coach. I mean, my gosh, they hired a quality coach. And yeah, I think that's what it's called. And basically, I didn't know what this person was. I said on our Slack channels to Dave Schofield and Michael Beck, our deputy editor, I said, what in the heck is this guy going to do? And they told me that's going to be trends, analytics, things like that. Things that are probably I'm not smart enough to understand. So they brought in that guy, but there's one opening left, and that would be the vacancy at this in the secondary. Tom Bradley, who did not have his contract extended, he was the secondary coach. Dave Schofield wrote an article about how the fact that the Steelers might not even fill this vacancy because Terrell Austin, who was their secondary coach, guys, the assistant defensive coordinator assistant coach, I don't know what other label or title they give him, he could definitely just absorb that role if they choose. It's not. It wouldn't be that big of a deal, in my personal opinion. So that's some other news. And then lastly, I do want to have some talk about something I'm thinking about doing on the show. This is not Steelers-related, outside the fact that we always talk about the Steelers. I was sitting, the other, I was sitting here the other day, and I was really enjoying reading all of the comments and the questions on Twitter for the mailbag segment, the people that are using hashtag ride or die crew. It makes me so happy that people out there enjoy listening to me enough that they're going to, you know, follow me on Twitter and they're going to use that hashtag and, and kind of run with that idea that I just had on the, on a spur of the moment. And I, I messaged Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer. And I said, Brian, I'm thinking about doing something, just trying it out, see if it works. I'm thinking about what if I did a call-in segment for this show? And, of course, we talked about how it would happen. I'd have to go back into our Blog Talk radio account, and I'd have to do it that way where you would have a number to call. You call the number, and obviously you can you would be able to speak with me 
and ask me questions. And I would do maybe a, a, a segment or two. It would only be like 15, 20 minutes or so. And then boom, I would take that and I'd put it into our, my typical podcast. It would be a part of the show. Um, still tossing around ideas. It would have to be done either on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday time. I'm not sure. I've had people overseas say they would love to call in because I put this on my Twitter feed. I said, would you be willing to, to call in? Of course. Everyone said, yeah, I would love to. If, if the time fits, I get it. We're all busy if the time fits, but be on the lookout for that. And if you're listening to this and you feel obliged, you can email me, go to behindthesealcurtain.com. Anyone, any, anytime you see an article with my name under it, click on that. You can find my email address or you can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, that's at jhartman underscore P-I-T and just say, hey, Jeff, I, I'm all about the call-in show. It'd be good to know that there's going to be people out there because if no one's going to call in, well, then why, why waste my time? So keep an eye out for that. That might be coming up towards the end of the month is when I think we might be trying that out. But that's not what we want to talk about today. That's not all we want to talk about today. The title and headline of this episode is about two coaches. Now, I have to be honest here. I wrote this article for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com on Thursday. And I wrote the article because I was just scrolling scrolling through my notifications on Twitter, and I was looking at uh, just kind of general fans. I, I always like to see, what are they talking about? What are they commenting about? What are they ultimately just feeling right now with the Steelers? Well, the, the most recent news, the freshest news, is these coaching hires. You know, people like Matt Canada is a new offensive coordinator, Adrian Clem, the new offensive line coach. And those are the two coaches I really want to talk about today in this first segment. The headline is, let's give Canada and Clem a chance. Let's give them a chance. Because when I went through and looked at social media, and I understand that not everything that happens with the Steelers, social media is not the best gauge, but it's honestly the only portal I have into looking into what the fans are thinking. Okay, because until we do get a call-in segment or something, I'm basing everything that I'm talking about when I'm referring to the fan base, I'm talking about what they're responding on social media. You see, there were comments like, oh, same old Steelers, same story, different day, nothing will change. All those comments, I mean, they were on every platform when these announcements were made, that Matt Canada was being promoted from quarterback's coach to offensive coordinator, and that Clem, who had been with the team for the last two years, was going from assistant offensive line coach to the offensive line coach. And I understand the frustration. I understand that fans were hoping to get an outside influence to really come in and change things up. I get all of that. I understand that really when it comes down to what is going on, with this team, you want change. You want the Steelers to show that they're not scared of change, that they're willing to kind of maybe buck some trends that they've been setting for themselves. And so when people saw that Canada got promoted, when Clem got promoted, internal hires or promotions, they thought, well, this isn't what we want. This isn't what we think the Steelers need. I understand that. But here was my rebuttal to the people that maybe you might have thought those things. And maybe some of you listening out there right now were some of the people that thought some of those things. First and foremost was that the one thing I liked about these hires is that neither of these coaches has had an opportunity to actually be the leader in this regard at the professional level. Now, Adrian Clem, he spent time at UCLA 
He was the run game coordinator there. He was the offensive line coach there, and he was an assistant coach there. But in the NFL level, he's only been an assistant offensive line coach. So let's just run this by you here. Adrian Clem, he worked for Sean Surrett the last two seasons. Do you think that as Adrian Clem was listening and sitting in those meetings, do you think that he was sitting there and thinking everything he's saying is exactly what I would do? Everything that he is suggesting is that's that's what I would do to the letter of the law. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess no. Not that Sean Surrett was a horrible coach. I'm not saying that at all. But at the same time, anyone that's ever been in a in any organization, any business, you know that there are times where you might be in a meeting or you might be on a Zoom call and you're listening to someone talk and you're saying, "You know what? I could do <laughs> I could do this job so much better than that person. If I were if I were that person, if I got that job, man, I would change things and we would be so much better. I know I've done that. I'm sure that a lot of you out there have done that. Why wouldn't Adrian Clem be thinking the same thing? But let's go to Matt Canada now. Now, Matt Canada has been all over the football world. Um, college football, you're talking about times at uh, North Carolina State. He was at LSU for a year. He was the one that took over at Maryland when they had that fiasco where one of their players died in spring football from heat exhaustion. Um, he, he was out of football in 2019. He was a quarterback's coach last season, obviously, for the Steelers. But you have to wonder, again, same situation. We love to bash Randy Feeder, Randy Land. We love to bash him. Do you think for a second – that Matt Canada, who is known, by the way, as being an offensive genius, he is a guy that can take any group of players and figure out, okay, what do these players do well, and that's what I'm going to implement. Do you think someone with that high of a football IQ is sitting in all these offensive meetings with Randy Feetner running things and saying, yeah, he's doing a great job. If I were to get this job, I'd do th- I'd do everything the same exact way that Randy did it because Randy, uh, I mean, maybe he thinks he got fire his firing or uh, what? He got fired. People, I'm not going to go through the motions of saying that they didn't didn't renew his contract. He got fired. So you know, you think he's sitting there saying, I, I wouldn't do anything different? No, BS. I'm calling BS on that every day of the week and twice on Sunday because I feel like Canada's probably sitting there saying I would be doing so much more motion. I would be forcing the quarterback to get under center. And and you're going to have to run the system. And he has those systems in place, and they have been effective, and they have been good at every single step along the way. But at the same time, he hasn't had an opportunity yet to even show what he can do. And that's what this all comes down to. We as a fan base need to give these guys a chance. I know that the 2020 season started out awesome at 11 and 0 and then just fizzled out losing 5 of their last 6. That was awful. We all experienced it. But that doesn't mean that what Matt Canada is going to do is the same thing that Randy Feetner did. And that doesn't mean that what Adrian Clem's going to do is the same thing that Sean Surrett did. These two guys, these two individuals, and trust me, the microscope is going to be on them closely this upcoming season in 2021. They need an opportunity to actually say This is how I'm going to run my offense. This is what I'm going to do to really make sure that what we saw last season does not get duplicated. Last thing with all this, though, 
keep this in mind as we're talking about this and as you all, as you're probably listening, because I know I do this when I listen to Sports Talk Radio, is I'm kind of formulating my own thoughts as I'm listening. Think about the fact that you have, these coaches, Canada and Clem, have no idea what their personnel is going to be. Is Matt Canada going to have Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback? If yes, okay, that's great. Is Roethlisberger going to be willing to actually adjust his game to Matt Canada's system? And let's say Ben Roethlisberger does not play. Let's say Ben Roethlisberger, you're talking about um, with Roethlisberger, what if he decides to retire? What then? If he decides to retire, then you're looking at Dwayne Haskins. You're looking at Mason Rudolph. I don't know if they would re-sign Joshua Dobbs or if they're going to draft a quarterback. That changes everything about what Matt Canada can and cannot do. Running back, you're figuring James Conner's not going to be there. So are you going to upgrade your running game? And if so, how? They've been rumored to be interested in Aaron Jones of the Packers, but still, how is he going to do it? Personnel's going to matter, and that's going to be shaped this offseason. With Clem, boy, there's a lot of question marks on his offensive line in terms of personnel as well. You, I, I would guess, I would bet a lot of money, actually, that Zach Banner will be back this upcoming season. That they'll make, Maybe they only signed him to a one-year deal, but I think he'll be back. And not only will he be back, I think that Alejandro Villanueva is probably gone. Matt Filer, I'm not sure if he's going to come back. Uh, David DeCastro, what's his future look like? Is Marquise Pouncey going to retire? So when we look to really grade these coaches and we want to really criticize them and say, look, being an offensive coordinator in the NFL, especially for the Steelers, is it's rare you ever get praise. We'll put it that way. It's rare you ever get praise. And I've always said this about coaches in general. The coaches get too much heat when they lose and not enough praise when they win. The players always get the praise when they win. The coaches get the blame typically when they lose. These coaches are going to need to be given a chance. There's no way that you as a fan should be able to sit there and say, if in week one, I don't even know, give them a whole season. That's what I, I feel. Unless they are literally running this team into the ground, I don't think there's any reason why fans shouldn't be giving them a chance. Give them a chance. See how it goes. Because even though it is an internal hire, I actually think it's a smart hire. Adrian Clemens spent two years. He knows this team. He knows this organization. They know him. The players know him. He has a good beat on everyone that's in that locker room. So him being promoted, not a bad thing. You're getting fresh ideas with someone that knows the players. That's important, especially in the virtual age of this 2020 and 2021 season with virtual meetings and things like that. Matt Canada knows the system as well. Okay, Matt Canada is someone that knows Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph. He worked with all these quarterbacks. He had a, a hand in developing the game plan in some ways in 2020. Again, that hire to me makes more and more sense the more I talk about it. But let's give them a chance, folks. I'm speaking from a fan to fans. Don't judge these hires yet. There's no way. Give them a chance. See how they do this offseason. See what their personnel looks like. Then, and only then, can we judge them. Hey, you know what? I'm going to be right back. When we come back, I'm going to talk about some predictions of the free agent market. Not my predictions. I'm going to be rating others' predictions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. 
You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment. Here we are, back for Let's Ride Friday. Goodness, it feels good that it's Friday. I know for me, it's a three-day weekend coming up. No no work on Monday. I will still be back, though. For those of you that do have to hit the ground running on Monday, no matter what, President's Day or not. But hey, let's get this second part started right. The other day, and this is another article. I write a lot of articles for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I mean, I was honestly a writer an editor first before we started this podcast platform. Um, So when you hear me reference my articles, it's because I write a lot of them. But I do want to talk about, the other day I was looking at Pro Football Focus. They released their top 150 free agents. Yeah, that's way too many, by the way. But they released 150 of their top free agents. And so I was curious. The Steelers have a ton of free agents this year. What are their predictions for these players, because not only did they rank them, like that's what ESPN did. ESPN just said, oh, here's our top 50 free agents. And so we wrote an article about, okay, the Steelers have X, Y, and Z players that are ranked one, two, and three, blah, 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 blah on from ESPN. But when I was, when I was looking at this article by Pro Football Focus, and you can say what you want about PFF, they do more analytics than anyone else. They do way more analytics than anyone else. So what I was Looking at this article, I'm like, oh my gosh, boy, did they miss the boat here. Yeah, it was their top 150 uh, free agents, but they missed the boat on the fact that they were predicting where these players were going to end up. So as a Steeler fan, I'm like, okay, who's ranked? Where are they ranked? And what's their prediction for where they're going to go? This was very interesting to me. So I was like, you know what? I want to talk about this more. I didn't feel like the written word was the place to do it. So here we are. I have the opportunity with the microphone in front of my face here in this Let's Ride podcast. Let's talk about where these players were ranked. And then let's also talk about where the PFF experts, if you want to call them that, are actually saying they're going to go. Okay, so here we go from top to bottom. I'm going to give you their ranking. I'm going to tell you what they say about their contract analysis and then the prediction. So the top-ranked Steeler uh, free agent, according to Pro Football Focus, was none other than Juju Smith-Schuster. He came in at number 23. So the contract analysis for Juju was, quote, even before the 2020 season began, pundits predicted that Smith-Schuster would be playing his final season in Pittsburgh. With the emergence of Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, that's now even more of a safe bet. Here's their prediction. Juju Smith-Schuster signs with the Jets, the New York Jets, for four years, $68 million, $17 million annual pay, $35 million total guaranteed, and $22 fully guaranteed at signing, $22 million. So for me, I'm looking at this and saying, can I see it or can I not see it? So it's like agree or disagree. I could agree with this one. I, I think if the, if the Jets are going to stick with Darnold, if they're not going to pull the trigger on a quarterback in this draft, it would make sense to bring back one of Darnold's old college buddies. That's Juju Smith-Schuster and reunite them. They have the cap, the cap space. They have the money. You got to think that Smith-Schuster with a brand, he is all about his brand. What better place to be than New York City? 
So he would be headed to the Big Apple. I could see that happening. I really could. The next free agent that hits is 26th. That's none other than cornerback Mike Hilton. Here's what they say about Hilton's contract. Hilton scrapped his way into significant playing time with the Steelers after starting his career by bouncing around practice squads. He's become a quality cover corner in the slot with the ability to affect the passer on the occasional pass rush snap. As evidenced by the predictions for all slot cornerbacks, the market didn't materialize in 2020, and it's hard to imagine it will in 2021. What's his prediction? Ah, the Steelers sign Hilton, so he stays in Pittsburgh for three years, $12 million total. That's $4 million a year. $4 million total guaranteed fully at signing, and the signing bonus the Steelers don't guarantee otherwise. So pretty interesting stuff there. Could this could the Steelers sign him for four years, 12 million? If they could, I think that's a steal of a deal. You sign that and you get you hey, sign that real quick. Do that real quick for you second guess yourself. That's what the Steelers hey, hey, here you go, Mike. Sign that real quick, and then uh we yeah, we'll we'll process that paperwork. That's exactly what the Steelers should be doing if they can get Hilton for three years, $12 million. That would be very, very – and you know because you know how the Steelers work their contracts. You know that that $12 million is going to be really front-loaded too, so keep that in mind. Next is 33rd on the list. It's tackle Alejandro Villanueva. Here's what they say about his contract. Villanueva has had a remarkable NFL career after serving in the U.S. military, going undrafted, and then working his way to become one of the league's best left tackles. Nevertheless, the Steelers will have a very rough time retaining Villanueva after pushing all their chips in on 2020. We wouldn't be surprised if Villanueva, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Bud Dupree are all playing elsewhere in 2021 purely for salary cap reasons. So what's their prediction? Villanueva's headed to L.A. with the Chargers. The Chargers signed Villanueva for three years, $45 million, $30 million total guaranteed, $20 million fully guaranteed at signing. I got to be honest with you, I could see him signing with L.A., but that contract is wow. That is nuts. That's crazy big. For someone that I feel is at the end of his career, the fact that they have Villanueva getting that much money, that seems a little steep for me, but you know what? Left tackle. Some say it's the most important position on the offensive line, so there you have that. Next up, 55th. This guy fell all the way to 55th. That's Bud Dupree, obviously coming off of that injury, and that's probably why he fell so much. Let's look at his contract analysis. Pittsburgh chose to let Bud Dupree walk in free agency the minute they extended defensive lineman Cameron Hayward prior to the 2020 season. Soon enough, T.J. Watt could be looking for his the first $30 million a year contract for a defensive player in NFL history, and the odds are he'll be worth it. Unfortunately for Dupree, an ACL tear in Week 12 may limit his options to one-year prove-it deals, and that's exactly what they're predicting that he gets from the Steelers? No, from the Colts. The prediction is that the Colts signed Dupree for a one-year $10 million deal, $7.5 million totally guaranteed, fully guaranteed at signing. If the Steelers are seeing this, I got a feeling that if Dupree's going to play for one year, he just wants to play for one year. Hey, I want to prove a deal. My gosh, the Steelers would have to come close to getting that $10 million somehow, some way, and saying, we can match it. We'll match it here, bud. Maybe they'll throw in some, yeah, they don't like to do this. They don't like to put in like these bonuses where if you get so many sacks, maybe they could do that. But what? Let's see. Reading this, that he goes to the Colts for one year for ten million, I could see it happening. But I'd be, I would be hard pressed not to think that the Steelers couldn't find a way to make this happen if they're just trying to get one more year. Because Dupree, we know he can succeed in the system. He knows the system. Just throwing that out there. Next is number eighty-one, running back James Conner. 
contract analysis for Jimmy C, as we call him in the Steelers preview. James Conner's production is stalled after an impressive start to his Steelers career, but the lack of dominance also coincides with the team's run blocking getting worse. Connor has solid PFF grades in all four seasons of his career. The prediction, he's sticking with a 2017 draft classmate, and he's headed to New York. The Jets signed Connor for three years, $20 million, that's $6.66 million a year, $10 million total guaranteed, $8 million fully guaranteed at signing. I honestly think the Jets could make this move. There's a lot of teams that could make this move. I don't think the Steelers are going to be in the mix for Connor, but at the same time, if he went to New York with Juju, that'd be pretty crazy. Next up, number 91, Cam Sutton. Sutton has played, um, he, he's played sparingly. He's a sub guy, but he does have value. So here's what they say about his contract. Sutton didn't see much of the field over his first three seasons since being drafted in the third round in 2017, but he was solid in 2020 with an expanded role. He could be an interesting chess piece for a team to take a flyer on as he log snaps at slot corner, out wide, and down in the box as a strong safety. Here's the prediction. The Steelers find a way to keep Sutton for one year, $2.75 million, $1.5 million total guaranteed at signing. This is another one of those deals, just like Mike Hilton. Hey, Cam, um... Why don't you sign right there for me real quick? Like, no, 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 seriously, sign faster. Like, sign it quick. Cam, sign it. That's what I would be doing if I were Kevin Colbert, Omar Khan, or Art Rooney II. Sign the contract. I would take that, no doubt. Uh, next, we go to uh, Matt Filer, who comes in at 92. His contract analysis uh, is Filer's ability to play on both sides of the offensive line as well as outside, a tackle, and inside a guard makes him a very intriguing free agent. At no position is it more valuable to excel in multiple roles than the offensive line. And if Filer could serve as swing tackle and the first interior offensive lineman off the bench, that could be tremendously valuable to any club. End quote. The prediction? This is insane if this happens. They have him going to the Jets too. The Jets are basically becoming uh, Pittsburgh North we always talked about the Pittsburgh West with the Arizona Cardinals. They have Filer signing two years, $12 million, $8 million guaranteed, $5 million guaranteed at signing. That's crazy. The Steelers wouldn't be able to, wouldn't be able to match that. But if, if I don't know. To me, I don't think the Steelers go after Filer, to be honest with you, unless David DeCastro says he's done. If DeCastro says he's done, then they try to keep him. But if DeCastro's coming back, I don't think there's a need for them to bring, bring him back. Next and final, 102 Interior defensive lineman Tyson Alawalu. Here's what they say about his contract. We don't see often see a career year for a player at his at his age, 33, but that's just what Alawalu did. The blueprint for an interior defensive lineman who was a 2010 top 10 pick has been set by Nadamakan Sue. So fortunately, we have some solid precedents to work off here. Their prediction is that Alawalu actually goes back to the team that drafted him, the Jacksonville Jaguars, for a one-year. Six million fully guaranteed contract. I do feel like the Steelers are going to try and find a way to keep him. I just have that gut feeling. He's one of those guys that is extremely valuable. I think they're going to find, try to find a way to keep him. But out of all those players that were just named, the only prediction that they have is the Steelers retaining two, Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton. And I got to be honest with you here, folks. If they just retain those two, I'd be a happy guy. I really would be. Because I think they can be without Juju, without James Conner, without Bill, Big Al, without even Tyson Oluwala, and I think they'll be okay. But if they can keep Sutton and, and Hilton, that's two thumbs up for the Steelers organization. So we'll, let, let me know what you think about that if you want to on the website, or you can send hit me up on Twitter at jhartman underscore pit. All right, last part here, last segment of the week, as we always do, the heart-to-heart segment. And I wanted to talk a little bit about 
a conversation I had with a couple of our writers and podcasters, and we were talking about how in the offseason, this always happens, where these outlets that like to do redrafts. Oh, well, if we were to redo the draft, here's where we see everyone going. And a couple said, oh, my gosh, did you see that ESPN had Chase Claypool going 11th overall? And then CBS actually had three Steelers draft picks going in the first round. Chase Claypool was top. Alex Highsmith was second. And Kevin Dotson, they all had them redrafted in the first round. That's that's crazy when you think about it. But still, uh, that's the kind of talent that the Steelers drafted in this 2020 draft class. So but my heart to heart is that it's hindsight's always 2020. You know, we always look back and say, ah, if we just would have done that, uh, if we just would have drafted Xavier and Howard, uh, like all this stuff, I get it. I, I totally get it. But at the same time, you do, you do with what you have, the knowledge that you have, the information that you have, and you try to make the best decision for your organization. And this goes to free agency as well as the draft. So think about it, like free agency – I look at some of the really good free agent signings the Steelers have had, just a couple. And you look at Tyson Aluwalu, that was a great free agent signing. Steven Nelson was a great free agent signing. And then I would say one of the greatest free agent signings was Kevin Green. May he rest in peace a few a few months ago when he passed away. But with everything that's good, there's also been bad. You think about Ladarius Green, who had the ankle injuries, the concussion problems, and they still signed him. You look at Morgan Burnett, who came in at safety, and everyone's like, this is a guy who's going to be great, and he never really played. Some might say Derek Watt. Is he a bad free agent pickup? They're not using him. Eric Ebron, we'll see how he plays out. These are all questions. Hindsight's always 2020. With the draft, you look at the really bad picks like Jarvis Jones, Artie Burns. Some would even lump Terrell Edmonds into that mix. Look, folks, it's easy for us to sit here. It's really easy for us to sit here, myself included, and just say, oh, well, you know, they should know better and and all this stuff, and I know better than they do. Look, we don't. I don't. You probably don't. The funny thing is is that we talk about, like, the draft. For every Jarvis Jones, there's a TJ Watt. For every Artie Burns there's getting a steal of a player like Chase Claypool in the second round. You just can't lump an entire organization's decision-making process into one or two players, whether it's free agent or draft. You just can't. Every team has flops. My gosh, look at Bill Belichick's draft history up in New England. They can't draft a wide receiver to save their life. Neither can the Baltimore Ravens. Yet the Steelers are like a wide receiver factory. You know who the Steelers can't draft? Defensive backs. They are lousy at drafting defensive backs. We know this. History tells us this. The one thing we can't do is we can't always play the hindsight Monday morning quarterback because when we always look back, yeah, that makes a total amount of sense. Yeah, after you watch Chase Claypool score 11 total touchdowns as a rookie, there's other teams that say, can you believe we passed up on Chase Claypool twice? Yeah, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, folks, it's just a little heart to heart there for as we as we get into the free agency coming up in March, as we get going with the draft in April at the end of April, it, it's just going to amplify. But just try to remember that throughout this whole process. Try to remember you can't always play Monday morning quarterback. They have to go with what they have in terms of the information that they're given, and you got to roll with it. There you go. And I hope you roll with it this weekend. My ride or die crew, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have a great weekend. I know I'll be back on Monday, even if you don't have work, so make sure you check that out. As always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers, or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. As we always finish it out here, folks, 
Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back on Monday. Go Steelers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.